Welcome back to another episode of the Last Man Standing podcast, the unofficial podcast to the CBS All Access series, The Stand. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Corey. And we are the broadcasters. Today, we're going to be diving into episode eight, I guess appropriately named The Stand. Is this what you guys had in mind when you heard the title, The Stand? Uh, nope. Not even a little bit. This one was oh. just bad. Uh, Corey, guess what? We have a sponsor. Okay. And this week's episode of the Last Man Standing podcast is brought to you by our sponsor, GlareGuard. GlareGuard creates high-quality sunglasses for a fraction of the price. Go now to glareguard.com slash broadcasters or go to glareguard.com and type in broadcasters at checkout. I think successfully, Glaregar would have helped Larry survive that nuclear bomb that explodes at the end of this. Corey, what do you think? I think that that's not how glasses work, but I do <laughs> like your optimism that that would have made a, a little bit of difference. Some nice goggles. I think nice he would have he would have felt a little bit better about himself, a little bit safer if he had a nice pair of shades from Glaregard. Uh, but he didn't, and that's why he unfortunately meets the end that he. That he gets to at the end of that show. Yeah, maybe uh, if Lloyd was wearing a, a nice pair of Glare Guard sunglasses, when that gigantic thing slides down, and hits him in the face, he gets up scot free. He'd be able to see so it. Fine. He'd be able to see it coming. That's the big thing. Exactly. See it coming. Perfect. Uh, Matt, you got a brief synopsis of the episode. What's going on? The Boulder Three go on trial. Kojak kills a wolf. Nadine falls. Flag dances. Lloyd has a change of heart. Two people fear no evil. Most people fear said evil. Uh, the trash can man returns. God arrives as a killer lightning orb. Vegas gets nuke, nuked, and oh, Tom finds Stu. Yeah, I think that just about covers it. <laughs> I think that really, it. It really nailed it down this week. All right, so here we go. Episode eight, called the stand. Let's do our reactions. Let's do this. Uh, <laughs> Corey, what did you think of the episode? What did I think of the episode? I think that it was a <laughs> dumpster fire. I hated it all over twice. I hated it twice, two full times from start to end. Uh, I will say I enjoyed <laughs> I enjoyed the lightning more the second time. I will say that because there is Interesting. something super satisfying about watching these characters that I've hated explode into a wall of goo. Right, like that was yeah, everyone. It was a well done effect. It looked good, and honestly, like I, we'll get to this. We'll talk about the end. So I'm like not gonna do super hot takes on the change here or anything else. But like, I that part was cathartic. <laughs> so, dude, I was thinking of like reactions to this, and do you remember a few months back, we thought, hey, let's record a podcast, and you were like excited, and I was excited, and we bounced around a few ideas, and you're like, holy shit, Nick, the stand's coming out. We should do the stand. Yeah. I, I had no idea that moment would bring me so much joy and like rage in my life because this episode was like fucking so bad, it was laughable. <laughs> it was so bad. Oh, and it was only 40 minutes. It was like the shortest one. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's funny you say that, that Nick, because I want to pick up from there. Um, it's so bad, it's laughable. See, like, on first watch, I had the exact same response that you guys did. I was like, wow, this is ridiculous, obviously. But on second Good, you're watch. you're a normal human being. <laughs> on second watch, I found the humor. I was like, oh, this is camp. All this insane bullshit. I'm, like, watching the room. Like, like Tommy Wiseau's room. This is fucking ridiculous. And I actually enjoyed it. I enjoyed it how insanely stupid and campy and terrible it was. 
that I actually did find joy. I was laughing a lot of it. Now I know that wasn't the tone they were going for or the intention, but for, for the yeah. second watch, I kind of enjoyed <laughs> it. It was so bad. It was funny to me. So yeah, I, I can say that. <laughs> Interesting. Like, so like some total recall vibes, right? Like some real yes, exactly. B level, uh, roller ball, right? Like that's what it reminded me of the, uh, the pool and the second watch. That's all I could think about was the movie Ro- roller ball with, uh, Freddie Prince Jr. And, uh, LL Cool J. Holy shit. I forgot about that yeah, movie. No, everybody oh forgot about that God. movie till right now. You're welcome. <laughs> Matt, yeah, and I can I can see right now that the the entire fandom, anyone who loved the stand, really loved that you found this to be like a campy joke. Holy shit! Definitely not. Episode. I know that's not what their intention was, but not, holy fuck, not the intention. But but the entire time I was watching, I was like, what if they just leaned into this, like for for all nine episodes? What if they're like, you know what? 94 had their bit. We're going to go camp huh. and that we're going to have fun with it. That would have been something. I would have taken that over what we got. I would have taken yeah. like, there's no way we can translate this. And was, <laughs> was this that? Like, was this them like throwing their hands up like after four or five episodes just being like, guys, I think we're fucked here. I don't know what to do. And just like everybody in over their head. I made a huge mistake. <laughs> I mean, didn't they do that? Somebody said, hey, Skarsgård, uh, in this scene, you dance. <laughs> They they did yeah, that. Dude. That's a th- that was a direction that they gave him. It was choices. How was that not camp? That was choices. That oh, was bad. I, I do, real bad. Matt, you said it too, and then on second watch, I was like looking for it because, like, was that like the, the, the German version of Time After Time? What was that song? I, I looked it up. It was, I was like, like holy shit. It is. It, it's like they sampled Time After Time in like a '96. Like the, the band is like U96. It was kind of like a club hit or something. Um, but yeah, they sampled Time After Time, which is. Like, fucking leave Cindy Lauper. I love time after time. Leave her alone. Yeah. This bullshit. Dude. Again, but, like, I would have loved some camp there. Like, throw fucking ABBA in there, right? Yes. Like, just throw something, like, ridiculous. Yeah, really. Like, that would have been cool. Like, <laughs> g- give me a man after midnight. I'd have loved to see that going on and, like, these slow-mo things and, like, these people just freaking out and shit. Like, that would have been that would have been pretty cool. I'd have taken that. Then that would have been bananas. I'm mad. I'm completely bought into this idea. I just wish that. Incredible. Uh, it had actually happened. I just, I wish it was real. <laughs> I wish it was real. It would be such a bold move. Ima- and imagine pitching that. It's like, no, like he walks in, he's like, no, 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 it's just camp. Right. Like, what? The stand. <laughs> Big bag ridiculous. of money. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, right. yeah, we just dial it up. <laughs> well, it makes sense then when you have fucking trash can man coming. All right. Uh, all right. So those are our initial reactions. Bananas. Uh, it, okay. So organizing this one was tough because you couldn't really spit it between the Boulder crew and and the Vegas crew. So we're, we're going to go through kind of scene by scene. So we're going to start in court where, holy shit, Hooray. that's where this episode st- started. Uh, I guess when they said the stand, that's what it would be. Uh, we start with Glenn. We start with Larry and Ray. Uh, they are all arrested. They're all wearing orange jumpsuits for reasons. Uh, what did you think of Glenn's kind of death scene here? Let's just get ready. Right like, what did you guys think of this scene? Did anything pop out to you? Any questions? What do you guys got? Okay. Um, I, I I have some thoughts on it. First off, it had easily had my favorite uh line of the entire the entire show, which was when Glenn's like, "Hey Lloyd, what are you so afraid of?" And Lloyd leads in is like, "Like, are you fucking kidding kidding me? He uh he could fly and he ate a guy last week." And the way he delivers it is actually like that's where I was like, "Oh, they're doing camp. This is fun." Easily my fit like the the biggest laugh I've had, the most the biggest smile I had, the most joy I had watching the show. I thought it was hilarious. Now. Glenn, I, I don't know Glenn's plan because like his whole thing is like, oh, these are these are the scared lost ones and and, and flags providing order. It's like, I don't know, man. Are you looking when? at that crowd? They're they're having when? fun watching murder pool every night. Every Where night. Where is that? Yeah. 
I don't know how that fits into the whole thing, right? Yeah, that they're watching people yeah. walk into this murder pit all night. It's just bananas. That's the word I'm going to say the most in this episode because I like feel it in my core. As I was watching this, just like, okay, so they took the time they built a mini Gitmo in the downstairs in the, off the kitchen. Like, okay, yes. all right. Interesting choice, but like also I get it. Okay. Uh, and then like Glenn, all this like the crucifixion show that he lacks control. I mean, okay, I, I get it. But at the same time, like He's got in any control because as far as I can tell, the three y'all motherfuckers die and there's no consequence. Like, there's no reason for them to have died. The Roman None. Empire was crucifying people for, like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years. They had pretty good Very control over people. I'm pretty sure they didn't, like, you know, give me a fucking break. That crucifixions mean they're weak. It's like, nah. I mean, countless emperors did that shit for millennia. <laughs> give me a break. And, and the speech to be, like, it was not stirring at all like his his whole like no. he's a he's a he powers off your fear like it was just a very expositional like we have to put something in here guys i don't know well he did win over that one man who was like huh the one <laughs> I know. guy yeah so who that... doesn't cheer for flag and apparently ruins his ability to hover i can't believe exactly. he lost his float bonus. i can't believe they thought you know how we can show how everyone in Vegas can change. We'll introduce an old man who has no relation to anything. At the last we'll minute. change him. At the last minute. Yeah, last minute. So we'll get like that Spartacus fucking moment at the end. <laughs> like it's it's honestly it's amazing. I can't. It would have made more more sense if Glenn was just like, "What is happening? Yeah, <laughs> what, what the is fuck this? is this? What is this? The circus? Like, oh, we're spies. I have spying for what? We don't have anything. There, there's no weapons. It's not like we're." We, we came here because we were told to. And like, well, this seems to be a huge mistake because holy shit, you guys are fucking crazy. Uh, I do like that that scene introduced the fact that Ratwoman plays like fucking five different parts this episode. She's like, a goddamn crazy. It was like director. they ran out of characters. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's, yes, so, there's so many little details in this scene from the <laughs> gong to the stenographer to like the ridiculous flag symbol slash crimson eye type thing that they have going on with the banners and everything. And the fact that like this is Lloyd work. Like this is what he does is like he just really sits around and every once in a while he like goes and captures somebody in the limo. Like this is Lloyd work. You know, I, the whole scene worked for me, though. <laughs> like, it's not for uh, not first watch, but on the second work. watch, it fucking worked for me. Uh, no, it's insane. And I, I do want to do a quick couple comments from the book, because in the book, yeah. Glenn's death scene is one of my favorite scenes, like, by far. Oh, happens shit. Very, happens very differently. Uh, they're all held in separate cells, not in, you know, Vegas Gitmo, like Corey was saying. Um, <laughs> and it's just Flag and, and Lloyd go to talk to Glenn. And Glenn, you know, he can feel, like, he's sitting in his cell and, like, just like I told you guys before, how how Lloyd could feel Flag's presence coming, just just like, like just breathing it in, like he's like a right. ring wraith or a dementor, you know. Uh, Glenn feels the same way. His arthritis is coming back, and he's like, "Oh my god, like what have I done?" And then he looks at Flag and he laughs at him, and he's like, "This is what oh. we were so fucking scared of." I can't. And like Flag, it was like kind of reminds you a little bit of it, where like Flag staggers back a little bit. Um, oh shit. And, if, Why the fuck did they do that? Flag loses control. It's like, Lloyd, kill him. Fucking kill him, Lloyd. And Lloyd's like, uh, you know, I don't know about this. Because at this point, <laughs> Lloyd in the book is kind of wavering. And then because Lloyd is loyal to Flag because he saved his life, he does end up killing Glenn. It fucking wounds Flag. Glenn laughing at him really hurts him. And it's, it's such a good scene. I <laughs> oh, so obviously, I hate it. Yeah, so it's not that. Um, like, I enjoyed this scene for very different <laughs> yeah, reasons. Not telling Ratwoman to go fuck herself. 
So yeah, I, so wait, I, so he has like he has a Nick type moment where he kind of gives the finger to Flag. Yeah. Why the fuck wouldn't they have that like resonate? Like, that, well, oh, man, you could have you could have mirrored Kinnear, that moment, especially man. with Kinnear. You know, know. and instead you just have flag loses float boner from, you know, 35 floors or 60 floors floors away. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous choices. Now, now, Corey, (laughs) no, no, Matt. And again, it just pisses me off. But Matt has me like convinced on this camp thing, too, because like that's the only way that he aided dude last week line works. Right. Is it with the TV show? Because we established how long it would fucking take to walk. From uh, from Denver to Vegas, like they even go ahead and show us that like it's been a minute, right? I mean, I, and I did the math on this, and you'll be proud of me. At twenty miles a day, it's gonna take you what forty fucking forty and uh, forty and a half days to walk if you do twenty miles a day through the Rockies. Forty days, all right. That's so it's the only that. way. Add the extra time. Add the- Add the extra time when Stu's like hurt himself, like ah, oh, can't do it. Right? Can't, yeah. Google go. Google said that you <laughs> go to eleven hell, days, which I think is a total lie. Who the fuck is walking that in eleven days? Not happening. Not happening. Google. Now, here's what we can lean on: like the fact that Glenn is now dead, the Church of Kinnear is now official because oh, we can yes. now worship truly at the altar of the dead Kinnear. Well, yeah. So he's the one. He's the one who converts the man, the the sad stranger, the the, the sad man. So I'm saying. So you know. Hit your little pipes there, fellas. We can actually throw one back there for Glenn because he's fucking dead. Yep. And who fucking cares? It's terrible. Uh, do we have anything else to add for, I guess, like any other questions or things you want to add? Matt, what do you got? I just have one more little aside, and, and Nick will appreciate this just because I, I won't stop talking about it. Um, I, I watched uh, like Marlon Brando's like Julius Caesar. Like It's filmed in like the 60s or whatever. I've been mm-hmm. obsessed with it. Shakespeare's Julius Caesar. And, and then fucking that. Kinnear does the whole, the fault to your Brutus is not in our stars, but in ourselves. Trying to like, <laughs> I, I don't know, just absolve uh, <laughs> fucking Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd. I was like, oh, that, Glenn's my guy. Now now Kinnear. I'm on team Kinnear. All yes. time. Little, little Shakespeare, little Julius Caesar. I'm, I'm all in. Um, but no, that you're just, no Kinnear. He, sa- he saves us one at a time from the stand until he's I, in the I was show that no man. More. Yeah, I, I was the man being like, oh, okay, Kinnear, yeah, maybe. I still love that this was the bridge too far, right? That, like they they do they watch these fucking murder fights all the time. They've literally seen him eat a guy, but him being like Lloyd, like you're just a puppet. Like that was the bridge too far. I love I love that that's the breaking point. But he became Jesus. Hey, look, you know, love thy neighbor. Hey, despite all of this. I shouldn't be complaining about it. I should be the one person who's just like letting all of this go, right? Just because, yeah, That's all right, yeah, Church of Kinnear. Yep, let's set it up. Let's set it up. We're all in. I mean, I feel like we haven't hammered enough how bad that scene was, though, and how absurd it was. I mean, I, it's just totally ludicrous, right? Like, whoa, yeah. Like, w- w- like whoa. And because, and again, I guess so much of the end of this episode, what bothers me is like the seeming, like the absolute waste of to send three human beings to their death. At least, at least I'm assuming they're all dead. If they somehow survived the nuke, I'm about to lose my mind because we actually didn't see them die on camera. So I'm like, if they come crawling out of that pool, I'm going to lose my mind. No, they but can't. They, there's no the way. Case. I will be pissed as shit if they show up in the next one. And they, they die in the book. They die in the book and they should die here. Yeah. But I mean, that's not changed anything else. So Mother Abigail's totally full of shit. Yeah, exactly, right? Oh, no, there's purpose for this. There's purpose for you guys going there. I'm like, no, nah, it's just to eat shit. It's just to die. That's yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so supposedly Kinnear established his church on that rock. And I still, like, again, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but, like, there's no reason for, re- like, none. None. I can't wait to talk none. about it. I can't wait. It's- I can't. I can't wait. <laughs> 
Matt, wrap this up. No, I just want to say, well, first off, through God, all things are possible. So jot that. <laughs> I mean, Greg, there's no, there's, like, Greg, if, all things are possible. If, thank if, you. If, if, if they can, if God can create himself into a lightning orb to just cut people in half, he can put a little bubble around uh, around Ray and and Larry, and maybe you know, a little oxygen bubble keep keep them going. Um, no, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It, it, dude, it, it makes me go back to that. I because I love that moment when when Larry was like. I don't even know if I don't want to pick up my pace to get here because, like, I'm like, we're probably gonna die when we get there. And Ray's like, "What do you mean, man? Like, yeah, other Abigail said we gotta yep. go." <laughs> Smash cut. <laughs> yeah. I think I made a huge mistake. Like, oh, it's so dumb. Um, let's go. Let's transition here to uh, more about Nadine because Nadine's again is a is a is an important character for like the other storyline that makes sense. Love yes. it. Okay, so I guess I guess I'm gonna start with the question, which is, you know. How does Nadine die in the book? Are we are we doing something similar to this? Is it totally like that entire sequence? Which again, Corey, because you picked up, and then it became the thing on Twitter. Like <laughs> Ratwoman went from being the judge to now being the oh, oh, what? She's not a wet nurse. Like, what is she? She's just here. We go delivering the child, the, the monster again, child. I'm only gonna call her a cruise oh, director yeah. from here on out. Like that's it. That is her. She is everything yes. to everyone. You need a janitor, Ratwoman got you. You need your I'm baby there. delivered, Ratwoman got you. you. Need a little pep talk in the hallway. Don't worry, Ratwoman's there. <laughs> It's a good move. It's a good like political move. She's making herself indispensable. Flag can't operate without her. She does everything. I mean, she um, even does her own wardrobe changes. Like that has to be her choice, right? Like she's making these choices to be like, no, 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 no. Switching it up for this one. When she, Corey, when she drops the head off to Larry, I don't know we're jumping ahead. Oh my God. In the bellhop costume. In the bellhop costume. Um, when did she change? Unbelievable. Where, where did she pull that out? And again, she's had this moment upstairs with Larry, like literally just before this, and then decides like, no, 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 this is what will really get his goat. Let me dress as this bellhop, go down there, and just my fucking, I the series of choices that get made are just cuckoo bananas. Not if it's campy. Matt's got yeah, it. Matt, what happened to the camp. book here? Okay, yeah. So Nadine definitely. Well, Nadine does commit suicide in the book, so that that is similar. How it happens, though, is crazy different and way better in the book. Okay, so Nadine doesn't become loopy or or doesn't become strange. Doesn't have a strange affect like she does in the show. She becomes catatonic. She she completely uh, right stops talking. She barely moves. Um, like that's how she is in the book. So as as Vegas and Flag's control are kind of falling apart. Like uh, I mentioned a little bit before, like things aren't going well in Vegas. Like Flag's having some serious <laughs> control problems. Um, and I, I think after there's an incident that doesn't happen in the show where the trash can man blows up a bunch of his like fighter planes and kills pilots and Flag kind of loses his shit like up, up in his penthouse. And then Nadine, who hasn't talked in weeks, stands up and just kind of says like, the Boulder, like the Boulder group are on their way. They're already on the move and like they're coming for you. And once they get here, you're dead. It's and so it's real. It's like a real oh. like, Sibylline like, like prophecy and flag is really spooked by it. Like he's like, wait, I would have seen them leave. And she's like, no, <laughs> they're on their way. And then she throws herself off the balcony and, and, kill, and that's similar and kills herself. But it it's another one of those things that really shocks and scares flag. It's really cool. So I look, I, I think it's important that I keep coming, like coming to you for the book because all, all book readers out there, having not read it and watching this show, I think it's one of the dumbest stories I've ever heard. I think it's that bad. 
So like, if, I'm glad you're kind of giving me that because at this point, dude, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck I just saw. And it's that's again, that scene is pretty cool. Holy shit. You could have used that, but, but, but no, she somehow in a single swing of a rock blasts through a fucking window and Magic falls rock. like, it's a light up glass punch. All right. It's a light up glass punch and it's for safety. Okay. And that's flags gift to everyone, to every one of his little special children. So they don't ever get caught in a car in a lake. All right. And you thank Papa flag for looking out for you. Boof. Yeah. He's the, the church of flag. We don't like that church. Fuck, what, that, no, church. That's a, fuck um, that church. That, that church serves milk and cigars for communion. I don't like that combo <laughs> at all. No, 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 absolutely not. Look, uh, when she okay so she dies by suicide okay and he lets out a scream you know flags emotional because like he no it, oh my god this moment and then just says lloyd canceled the nursery i was like what <laughs> what camp, baby camp <laughs> uh, yeah I, honestly honestly it might be the best thing you've ever fucking said about this show it's unbelievable yeah it is but camp. they leaned in episode nine or eight yeah oh, yeah again it would work it would work if you were playing this like a 90s whatever movie and you had like the 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 cancel the nursery line happen right like maybe it would have warranted like a giggle or a whatever but like Again, you, you've just leaned into this cartoonish buffoonery for one episode. So uh, it's, I mean, it would have been fun. It would have been fun. What else? Like, again, you could have gotten a weird, uh, different demon body for Skarsgård with more camp. You could have just, uh, the possibilities yes. here are endless. They're endless. So maybe, Corey, though, in like 20 years, this will have been camp. And people will go back like, holy shit, do you remember how bad the fucking stand was? Did you go back and watch that yet? Like that, maybe that... Maybe we'll eventually land there. It's not funny enough, though, I guess, so you can't. Yeah, it's only this one episode. It's That's the it's, problem. Yeah, it's like yeah. unrelentingly Fuck. shitty Fuck. every other time. Because now I'm coming around like, <laughs> I will, I'll watch this now, like this episode in hopefully five to never years, and I'll laugh at it. <laughs> I'll laugh at it when that happens yeah. because of this. But, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> everything else. No, I'm going to skip all that shit and probably the uh, the resolution, too. I'm having fun talking about it, guys. <laughs> but that's why I said, like, I, I felt so much joy and equal rage about this thing because it's so fun to fucking hate it. <laughs> anyway, we still have to we have to talk about Stu, I guess. So the entire time this shit's happening, he's just laying in that fucking pit. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say about Stu in this episode. Half of it shot in like the fucking dark. It's they spend four minutes on. I, I don't care about Stu in the slightest. I'm still on the fact that he just, yeah, like Matt said, he twisted his ankle to get the fuck out of it. <laughs> he didn't have any responsibilities in Vegas. Uh, you guys have anything about it? Do we even want to talk about it? I, my only comment would be like, I, I did have like a hilarious if we're going full camp, because that's that's all I could think about this entire episode if we go full camp of like Amazing. Jack comes walking up and Stu's like starving. It's like, oh, buddy, just me and you. And then like those are one of those family guy smash cuts to like he's just eating the corpse of like he's like he's like roasting Kojak over the fire. Like everything I do to survive, man. It just it's just it's crazy. It's all I could think of was making weird, funny ways to try to make the show funnier or more lively. No, it's a, it's a bad waste of time scene. No, it's a, it's in, it's incredible. The only way it could have gotten better. Right. Matt. Yeah. If he brings a, he brings him a rabbit. Right. Or or a possum. Right. In his jaws. And it's like, oh, Kojak for, for me. 
oh, good boy, good boy, right? Like, we just get, like, full 1950s cowboy movie, right? When yeah, the, lasso when the cowboy, shit, yeah. right? Or las- Lassie. Yeah. Yep, amazing. No, I mean, it's it's incredible. Like, the, even the Kojak, like, beating the wolf is so anticlimactic. Like, it's so quick and Dude. without suspense. It literally just walks off screen. We see some flashes and then walks back on. It's, like, <laughs> one of those just, like, okay, all right, that was real, real quick and without any consequence. I, Game of Thrones has told us you cannot possibly put wolves on in TV? action on screen. It's impossible. You can do anything else. They can stand that. there. They can stand there, and that's it. That's it. That's it. Oh Kojak, Kojak won that fight in 20 seconds against the fucking like a magic wolf. <laughs> Isn't that Flags Wolf or no? It's got to be, right? Like, Flags Wolf can't yeah, even what? beat somebody's pet dog. Like, that's how impotent he is as a villain. He can't even kill somebody's pet. It's absolutely, it's, it's terrible, dude. It's supposed to be like the devil beats himself, right? Like that's one of my biggest problems with this adaptation of the stand is for me, like the devil beats himself. It's, it's like, it's predestined <laughs> that no matter what he does, he's got like going to try to do this, but like you can't run up against ineffability, right? Like it's just a, a, this buffer that you grind against. And so for me, like the worst part of this flag thing and this dog is a perfect representation of it, right? Is just that like, what the fuck is this impotent bad guy? <laughs> like, what is it? What is this? And it doesn't even, but it, it's not even just him too. Like it's, it's all of the, all everyone of who's it. like, who's supposed to be bad. They're just so, they are bad. They're so incompetent. It's amazing. Oh my bad. God. Bad. So bad. So fucking Kojak wins that fucking 20, 20 seconds. 20 second I, I guess the last thing we have with Stu is at the end of the episode, we know that, that Tom, is reintroduced to him. So Tom, so Tom's now role is to is to fucking <laughs> carry him back to fucking Boulder. Which mm-hmm. means, dude, if we get next episode with like a montage of him going back, I, I, unbelievable. With Radiohead, with Radiohead again, we're gonna do the one other thing that um, worked. But except it's gonna be like a seven minute montage, right? Like it's gonna be one of the really long tracks that just kind of meanders for a while, like this show does. Just to kill time. Now, how can we make this fun? How can we make this camp? Well, Tom can't drive. We know that from before. But he can bike. And what could Stu do? He could stand on his pegs on the back of his bike. And those two could ride. They could ride like Dumb and Dumber style. <laughs> like, just just go, man. He's peeing on his back and it's freezing together. They have snot dripping down their face. I mean, look, if you're going to steer into it, steer into it. <laughs> like, ex- we're there, man. Exactly. Do that. Wait, so... Wait, if dude, I'll tell you this. If if we end up, if he ends up having his bike that like he stored it away and he, he actually had, cause his bike member had that little like spot where you could fit shit in it. Dude, if he comes back and, and fucking, and Stu is sitting in that with Kojak, I'm gonna die. I'm actually gonna die. Let's finish this up because we have the final pool scene and it is, again, this is, this is the climax, right? This is, this is what we've been waiting for. This scene. Okay. For everything to be ended by what seems to be nonsense because you didn't even have need to have the nuke there i don't know what happens but okay i don't want to jump ahead of that so first we have to stick with we have to stick with kingisms right so characters have to say each other their names first and last name uh, everyone's introducing each other so julie introduces lloyd who introduces flag and i, I don't know how we didn't hammer this earlier how are you feeling about lloyd's costume Corey, how do you feel about that? Oh, this, it's a red this jumpsuit. Red jumpsuit, this Michael Jackson, Eddie Murphy jumpsuit that he has going. I no, I this is the thing about him that I like the least. Like the the I actually did like Lloyd the most this week. He was the one that I I thought was the best. I mm. liked his hallway scene with Rat Woman. 
uh, right Amazing. after like the flag thing. Uh, the like, why would you bring that up about him killing Bobby <laughs> Terry was wonderful. Like that got a, a genuine laugh from me yeah. both times. It got me twice with both barrels. I loved it. Yeah, he he pointed at at Rebel and said she made me do it. It was hilarious. Yeah, I know. First that whole scene scene was, was so funny. dynamite. Yes. Like if they had done that this whole time, I like I would have been happier with this. But again, like if I can laugh with these people, it makes it way easier. Like uh, you know, come the other side of the coin. So again, like I, I can't believe that stupid Bobby Terry joke got me twice, <laughs> two times, two times. Uh, <laughs> so we go from that to okay, we get we have uh, Larry and Ray are dragged to the pool. They are handcuffed at the bottom of the pool where we're going to get they're going to i guess their death scene is that they're going to they're going to drown them which maybe i'm wrong i'll take that to crucifixion no i mean right yeah i get yeah Mm -hmm. yeah all right maybe i'm wrong i don't know it's not i think i would take that neither are but i mean it's better than like being burned alive though i don't know yeah and crucified for days i i I got a couple takes on this okay um first off we we, (laughs) nick Corey. You gotta remember your prestige. Uh, Corey, I don't know if you're a big prestige guy. I'm a big you know, prestige uh, no. guy. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now, what did Cutter say to Angier an about drowning? He said Fuck. it was agony. You know. So okay, like I mean, you know, freaking, you know, Michael Caine thinks it's agony. So Michael, it's not good. Yeah. It's not no, a good not way good. to go. Let's put it that not way. Good. Um, but like, you know, I'm, I'm a big history fan. I, I I love Dan Carlin's hardcore history. He has some great episodes all about like public execution and torture. Um. Mm-hmm. The ancients, man, they got fucking creative, like re- real devious, insane serial yeah. killer shit that they would do. Sure. Kneeling down in a pool and drowning, like, like honestly, with, with some of the stuff, like, not a bad way to go. In the book, they basically were going to draw and quarter them. They had, like, a cars um, on four sides of a cage. They were going to, like, manacle their arms and legs and tear them apart. Right. And then you slowly right. bleed out and shock and die. I mean, it's a pretty funny. I guess fairly quick, but not instantaneous. Probably less than five minutes of drowning. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Drowning, I guess, relatively good way to go considering the alternatives. Correct. Either way, it's terrible. But like, there are, there's a scale of terrible. No. <laughs> I'd rather fucking drown than be like, Matt, again, going with Carlin, the fucking cages and Munster. Can you imagine that being your death scene where they, they drag hot pincers down your sides until like, and if you pass out and they wait so you wake back up? Dude, what the fuck? No. I'll think drowning. Or like the bull one where you would like go inside of like a metal bull. Oh, yeah, and they'd and, heat it up. Oh, and they would heat it up. Or oh. the one where they would put you like in a canoe with like. I love that these are the things we learned about in school yeah. as opposed to like any actual <laughs> oh useful information is just the bizarre ways that people fucked with and murdered each other. Yeah, if, if you're in Unreal. Ch- if you're interested, go look it up. I, honestly, some of it, it's like stomach turning. I don't want to talk about it. Like, like really, dr- drowning, not that bad. Um, and like there was that weird juxtaposition of like I don't know like fire and water <laughs> like dude oh, fuck, it's just lightning it's ball yeah. literally just so flag can drop the line we drown these rats that's so, it that it was it. the oh. only reason why I'm there's no other argument that I can hear for it like that's it they put that they have that line in that's a oh that's really gonna sell it that's gonna be a an excellent one in the trailer right like and and it just yeah. flops so fucking hard because it's just like. It's also not a cinematic way. To no, to sh- like, no, it, it's, it's not. It's so cliched and hackney and old. It's so 1990s, like James Bond, ha- like caught in a submarine as it leaks and whatever. And like, we're all drowning and trapped. And like, now we're back to Matt's camp argument, right? Where if we had just done that, we would have been way better shape. But honestly, I'm, 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 I, dude, if this happens, I'm going to die. I genuinely thought that like the, 
it was a baptism thing and that they were going to be protected by the pool water from the fucking nuke. And if, dude, if they walk out next episode, there's no way. Okay, right? There's no way. Zero. I Look, I don't know how you show happen. that top-down shot of, like, the crater that is created. <laughs> I mean, it is a nuclear weapon. It vaporizes <laughs> things. Like, I don't know how you have, like, a pool overcome that. And, I mean, I'd like to point out, too, that God literally murdered these two because it's yeah. the lightning ball that shocks the nuke, right? So it's like, not only did yeah. God send you to die, but God killed you himself. <laughs> Uh, I, I know I how can't. nuclear bombs work. Is it possible that because they're under uh, six inches of water <laughs> oh, above their head right. that, yeah, that, that they're protected from right. a nuke? That doesn't. It's possible. Yeah, no, it's like the, I did, it's like I the did nuke recently... the fridge thing, right? It's like exactly. that song. That's what it yes. is. That's what it is. Oh, it is a God. nuke the fridge situation um, <laughs> that we have I recently, here. I recently watched The Wolverine. Uh, it's like a, you know, it's fine. It's okay. It popped up on Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. But he Wolverine does, Bob. he does um like basically press you know wolverine presses down like a, like a manhole on top of a guy as nagasaki's being bombed and that guy walked out scot-free so i'm just saying it's not impossible however <laughs> however i will point out that was across an entire body of water from the downtown area where the bomb was dropped like miles away from where the bomb was <laughs> so, dropped so not, not six yeah. inches to your left so i would say that i would imagine a little bit of difference just a, a slight change all of a sudden cory's next right? oh, yeah okay, Corey's the expert, everybody. Corey knows how to Corey's, okay. Corey's making an insane yeah, amount of sense. Yeah, to me. Uh, yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> Dude, I'm just, I'm telling you, like, with the way this show is going, if it becomes like, because otherwise, because right now, the only reason I say it is because right now only one of them is technically dead on screen. The only person I see die is Glenn. Correct. Okay, which means that potentially, if Mother Abigail's story is real, that these fucking clowns are gonna come out of that pool and Larry's gonna be like, "We did it!" <laughs> be like, "Holy shit, you didn't do anything!" Didn't do anything. Shit. Oh, <laughs> yeah, God. like you were just there. You kidding me? Well, watch that fucking little bubble come down. It, it, it went around them and protected them and carried them out. I can't, dude. I'll die. No, I mean, uh, in the book, they, I mean, they just die in the book. They just die. Like there's no, okay. there's no two buts <laughs> about it. Like they, they fucking die in the nuclear explosion along with everybody else because it's a fucking nuclear explosion. Like if it takes out flag, <laughs> right. If the God lightning takes out flag plus a nuke, then like, no, they're, they're fucked. They're fucked. Okay. So does mother Abigail make the same speech in the book too, about only one of you will die. I, I, she didn't No, She doesn't say that. She say says that. one of you won't make it to the, Okay, right. Destination. Like, one of exactly. you won't make it or something like that. And that's it. Oh, you did One of you won't make it to your death. Like, again, you just send these people to die an inconsequential yeah. death because they really, again, all the choices are already made by everybody else. Like, they just show up to watch everybody and be like, oh, shit. Yeah, this was bad. Uh-huh. Well, well, see. Ya. But you know that, like, Boone and them sold that the only way that the nuke, I mean, the only way that this worked was because that they weakened Flag. Right? Isn't that the argument? That's why that the, the hand of God or whatever that bolt of lightning is able to. The only reason why it's able to work in the first place is because float, they weakened he lost his, his float boner. I don't think so. It's amazing. I, it's so dumb. It's but, really that's got to be their argument. Otherwise, what the fuck? What do we just watch? Why? He was gonna float away from the lightning bolt and the nuke. He was just gonna float away yeah, quickly. Float away. Like, yep. No, <laughs> quietly and quickly, just going away. 
I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. Like nothing about this scene makes sense. Like he's being moody upstairs and it's like the last good scars guard of the entire episode and the entire like the entire third act he is just like this weird bouncy clown. Like you were just sad and depressed and now you're doing techno jumps like while you're watching the spot where your where your queen's blood is drying in the pool. You know, it's just Nothing about this makes any sense. That man started dancing. That man <laughs> that really guy danced. started to dance. Shit. That guy damn. danced. And I cannot believe we had like 10 seconds of him dancing. I thought too. I didn't. I wasn't sure if that was, again, supposed to be a thing that was like a callback in the book of like flag literally mocking them. Nah, people fucking hammer that on Twitter. Love to see it. Uh, yeah, you can't dance, man. The fuck is that? I don't know what that was. But that's, again, bad music choice. Yeah, yeah, great music choice. Look, don't don't fuck up. Don't fuck with time after time, please. Like, I know it was like some weird like U ninety six like sampling that the, you know it's a song from like the nineties or whatever. Don't, don't fuck with Cindy Lauper. Don't fuck with time after time. It, it's like it's like important to me. Um, I hated it. I don't think Skarsgård made the choice of dancing. How do you think the director Nick like sold that to to note thespian Alexander Skarsgård? Like you got to go out on that dock, balcony. You got to dance. Like what what what? they say to get him to do this and while was he while he was doing it was he like i think i made a huge mistake picking this part so again this is why i really think like how did they film this like did they film a bunch of this stuff up front like the like the scars guard shit and then like again you finish all scars guard scenes and then you film the rest of this and like you don't understand the tone of it because that's that's the disaster to all of this it's like this you have you had nine episodes and like you I cannot, I just can't believe that you took a scene with him. He had to have read the script and went, all right, well, then I guess this makes sense for like the tone of the show, not knowing that it doesn't make fucking sense for all of it. Because he should have been like, this doesn't make any sense. Why the fuck's flag dancing? He's losing everything right now. How is like, how is being non-intimidating by dancing like a, like a weirdo in front of everyone going to like bring back people to you? What, what was that? This unbelievable. It only makes bad choices in this episode. I mean, they brought back the I shall fear no evil thing. Like it was supposed to mean something. It didn't work the first time. And now we're stuck with it all over again. Like the, the, the fact that they pick it up like a nineties, again, hockey movie chant. Like we're in the mighty fucking ducks and everybody's oh, yeah. fear no, evil. no, it's bad. I will fear it's no bad. evil. Again, we spend so much time. Stu, on I'm dumb, fucking scared. On dumb stuff. <laughs> On the stew scenes, again, we just waste time on screen. Instead of having characters, we just get these dumb vignettes that keep happening. Okay, can, can I ask about the ball of lightning, too? Is this, is this that a fucking yeah. thing in the book? Is that no. a thing? The ball of lightning comes down? No? No, no. no very much no. It's like a, a weird, like, God triggers the nuke and it blows up because Trash Cam Man was like, not where he was supposed to be and doing something stupid. Um, yeah, it's just a nuke. Also, like, if you're going to nuke something... Why yeah. take your time to to lightning bolt everybody? Like they're not going to survive the nuclear blast, based on Corey's assessment of how nukes work. I, I guess I'm not an expert. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're not going to survive that. Why fucking waste your time with weird lightning bolt energy? Um, were you guys getting like like a weird Raiders of the Lost Ark vibe too? With like, mm-hmm. yes. with uh, Larry and Ray yes. being uh, tied. Yep. Okay, yeah. I was like, don't look, don't look at it. No, <laughs> it's except Indy doesn't get super killed at the end with fucking nuke. Yeah, that's right. why the way yeah, comes over, kills Barry and Indy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the end of the, the indie series. Yeah, one of the ghosts comes up and pries his eyes open. I, no, it doesn't make right. any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Can, can we please talk about how when Ezra Miller pulls up? Oh, as first off, the fact that Ratwoman puts the drone on him so they can all see him fucking driving up, and right. for him to say he says bumpity bump and like, excuse me, 
I forgive you. I don't no, know. Nick, do it right. I do can't. Right. I'm not, not doing do it right. right. I don't feel right doing You've been doing it, it all do week. Do it right. <laughs> do it right. I, I for you. I, I just can't. Uh, excuse me, everybody. I, I, I really can't I believe he just. I love it. I love why, it. I who, can't believe. They, why is he, like, saying all this shit? Like, why do we get 50 uh, close-ups of his dumb fucking face? Like, so many times do they do tight shots of his dumb face during this. It's crazy. Didn't you say, like, are, doesn't he, like, in his, like, in anger, like, detonate the nuke like he's his own agent, not, like, like just fucking laying no, there? I think like, he, no, I think Trash fucks it up. Like, he just, like... Oh, okay. It's like his, I mean, not that he's incompetent, but it's just, like, this is so far outside of his wheelhouse, right? Like, you're talking about a firebomber to then fucking around with nukes. Right. Yeah, it's, like, with the book, it goes, like, very far afield. So, like, Trash is, like, their, their weapons expert. But, he, like, people kind of insult insult trash can man a little bit and like you don't insult the trash can man so yeah. he blows up like like i think i said a little bit before he like takes out all of um his fighter flags jets. bombers yeah. and fighter jets and pilots because like they insulted him and then he flees into the desert and he's like i have an idea if i can bring back this nuke maybe i can be forgiven i had a good thing with flags so he just kind of rolls back in with the nuke um and then you know god picks it up and hits the start button and then it explodes and kills everybody no ball lightning, it's not, but so yeah, so it's it's different. Um, it kind of makes some fucking sense. This doesn't. No, he just lays there with it. Yeah, he does look like a goblin on it. No, yeah, he looks. Like he a looks so goblin. bad. Or nukes that unprotected on the outside that you're gonna become. You're gonna die from radiation poisoning within like, like I guess a few like a couple hours of driving. Super question. What? Well, like Corey, was that saying, was like, worse. I, like the guys in Chernobyl weren't that bad. Well, I mean, I don't know how long like. This could have been 40 days worth of him being wandering out there. Like how long it took uh, our, our Boulder crew to get there. Plus, cart. like he's dismantling. Three days. <laughs> the, three days. He's dismantling the warhead. I mean, maybe he like fucking nicked something. I don't know. Like, Corey's uh, the expert. You're right. Exactly. I'm picking. Yeah. <laughs> like if my 90s action picking movies at the have taught me anything, anything's yeah, possible. True lies taught me weapons, anything. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Bro broken arrow, seminal exactly. work, broken arrow. <laughs> Christ. Uh, how did you guys feel about speaking of, hey, if we're going to go back, to, let's just keep talking about how all movies influence this. Uh, I love the fucking Spartacus moment. When when all you hear is the woman <laughs> the, the woman go, I will fear no evil in the crowd. Oh. And he fucking turns. Absurd. Oops. Why? So Why is anyone changing their opinion on anything right now? What has changed for you? What's happened? Like this is you less... watch people kill each other in that pot, like pool all the time. Arguably less violent. This was an arguably less violent way to kill people <laughs> yeah. than what you've been doing. I have no idea why this is the break moment. Yeah, this is objectively because less violent. Lloyd this changed. is way less violent. <laughs> yep. Yep. Way less violent. I guess Lloyd people really respected Lloyd in the community, and when Lloyd changed, they thought they would change too. Are you, do, are you doing Rocky for I can change, and you yeah. can change, and we all can change. Oh. <laughs> Fucking Rocky, baby. Uh, and then the old man again saying, I will fear no evil. I love, he says, I will fear no evil, and is promptly kicked the shit out of Oh, my God, they beat that man so him. hard. Yeah, it, the, exactly. Like, the two people say, it's only two people say it. There's only two people doing the I am Spartacus, mm -hmm. and they're both quickly killed. So, mm -hmm. I, yeah, <laughs> Flag lost nothing in this transaction. It, it went pretty good. They, they don't understand how anything works at all. Like, we get that moment... Um, do you realize like they minimize Ray at the last moment, like by making her like she dropped that like I'm afraid of pain line, like just like one last little tweak, yeah. one last little fuck you on their way out the door to Ray, like that that's absolutely yep. great. The fact that she dropped this, oh they're gonna make a show out of us dying, like literally you mean like the show does, like they they like this is literally 
it's again, it's not even meta enough to be like funny about it. It's just like painfully awkward and dumb. Hundred <laughs> percent. She could have had a badass line there instead, and it was like, no, Larry's the Anything. tough one. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she gets that one line, and then like doesn't get to talk again, other than like, Larry, is that you? That's it. Nope. You get nothing else. Last thing I have a question about because I didn't understand it, and I, I maybe it's a book thing, is what the fuck does Flag say at the end? She brought me coffee. She brought me tea. She brought me everything but the workhouse key. I Googled it because I didn't know. Like, I literally had to, uh, like. Oh, that's not a book thing. I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it's not. I don't remember it. I, 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 I don't like a little while ago. Um, it's just from a song called Don't Leave Me Here. Um, I listened to it, like, uh, like on YouTube. It's a bad song. <laughs> Maybe the, 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 the creator of the show <laughs> liked it. I, I, I don't even know what it means. So, yeah, he said that. I guess it was supposed to be, you know, something important, but it was, it was over my head. So I don't know. Then yeah, I, I got okay, I got nothing. Okay, I, I did I did the same thing. Yeah, went no. back. I looked. <laughs> yeah. I rewatched. And I was like, "Is this supposed to?" Again, I mean, I, I want to feel dumb about it, but this also just feels like this show. This show definitely didn't put that much thought into it. Like, why should I even? I shouldn't consider. No, but they've been with this. really careful, Corey, about picking music <laughs> that people connect with at cool moments. I oh guess. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, great. That credits music this week again. Another banger. I have nothing else to say with this episode. Do you guys have any lasting comments or remarks about uh, fucking the stand episode I for- eight? I forgot Fran was in it. Oh yeah, all, shit! Like, all, episode, totally forgot. all episode, just like one little moment of like, "Hey," <laughs> and then we're don't out. Don't care. Yep, then we're out. Yeah, but don't worry. We saw little vignettes of stew the whole time. That was way more important. In a ditch. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess my only question, like Nick, predictions next week. What do you think? Well, it's tough because they they said that King pretty much rewrote this whole epilogue, right? And they're calling it an epilogue. Is it the epilogue or was it this? I thought it was like I thought it was the climax. It was the thing. This is very different. Written. Yeah, I agree with Corey. Oh, I think, wait, so yeah, I think next, the epilogue oh. we're gonna wind up with a with a fairly similar situation, unless we unless okay, we bring so Larry back, Larry and Ray back. Dude, I just I can't I can't imagine next episode being like fu- like the journey back for Stu. Like I'll die. Like I don't care if it's ten minutes of like him and Tom like beep bopping along going down. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose it. I don't like I don't I have no care for any of this. I I'm I'm hoping that they do a time jump. Honestly, I hope it's like. Five years in the future, and you have, I guess, Franny and Stu together with a new society that's been built, uh, maybe in like a new location because they didn't want to stay there. Something like that. Okay, I'm kind of cool with it, I guess. But flag, maybe flag returns. I, I, I don't know. I, all I know is that like you can't give me a reverse journey and expect me to be satisfied with the ending of this because it's awful. Actually, like I thought it was a pretty good. That was pretty good, Nick. I like that. And a little, little time jump. See, see where they're at in the future. Yeah, we'll we'll see where it goes. I don't I don't know. There's they they won. It's that's the end. We'll see. Like, I have no idea how they're getting forty minutes of a TV show. <laughs> Who's they? <laughs> Boone, Boone yeah. and his guys. Boone and his yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. I'd hate to I'd hate to ruin too much for for like from the book and talking about. But like I, I will say up front without giving anything away. Like I found the epilogue of of the stand that like the novel satisfying, and so I know that this will only oh, that's disappoint good. me. Right, hundred <laughs> percent. That's how this uh, works. All right, so that's the episode for this week. Uh, sorry for being late for you guys who really came at us here on Twitter. We're doing the best we can, people. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Oops. Uh, we're out, though. This episode's coming out for you guys. Um, we're excited that you guys had you know had access to this one. Uh, if you guys want to give us any comments or you know nice comments after yelling at us, find us on Twitter at underscore broadcasters. You can also find our podcast on Apple Podcast, on Stitcher, even though it's a little bit harder to find, and on uh, Spotify. 
Uh, guys, give us a like, give us a review. Um, thank you for joining us this week. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Corey. And we'll see you guys next week.